Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Every year we bet big on which movies will make the most money during the summer movie season. In this episode, we talk about the surprise hit of the summer and argue about who was clueless enough to bet on Transformers the last night. Well, here we are again. Another summer at the movies has come to a close and just a bunch of losers sitting around talking about how they can't guess the summer box office with any level of accuracy. These these episodes always seem to play out the same way. Well, <laughs> what, what do we know, I guess? Yeah, I don't think it's been the number one movie hasn't been what we thought it was. Never. Yet, since we started playing this game. Somewhere Bethany's head's already exploding. She, she uh, said that Jurassic World would be number one, but she did it out of spite. She did. Yeah, right. She didn't actually believe in it. No. She just wanted to shake it up, and it yeah. paid off. She, yeah. she rolled the dice and won. Right. It was a fluke. So uh, a bunch of us every single summer for years now, we've been uh, getting a, a big pool together. Is that the right? A bet, a wager. Yeah, a pool. Where we, uh, you buy in with five bucks, I believe it is, and you guess. You believe it is. Yeah, it is five bucks. Is it, that's absolutely. It? It's absolutely that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> it's absolutely five bucks. And you guess what you think will be the top 10 highest grossing movies in the American box office during the summer movie season, which is May 1st to Labor Day weekend, um, along with three wild cards. It's, and there's uh, it's a essentially a, a lot more fun version of March Madness. Yeah, and there's an elaborate scoring system. It's not just like uh, you get a point for a movie, but depending on how close you get any given movie, you get extra points for getting number one or number 10. It's a whole thing, and you can read about it at... Yeah, for us, we get really excited about it for the first half, and then when everybody's figured out they've lost, no one keeps up with it till the end anymore. Right. <laughs> when your list right. has been shot to crap, it's yeah. no longer exciting to follow yeah. it. Right. When some rogue random movie makes its way into the top ten, and you say, "Well, what the heck are you doing here?" Yeah. Yeah. And so then it's just, yeah, destroys everything. Yeah. Patrick's here. He didn't win. I didn't win. I haven't won yet. I usually lose pretty badly. Tyler's here. He also didn't win. I didn't win, and I've never won, unless you count that burrito that I got. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> the funnest won. part of that bracket. Yeah, side bets. The quesarito on the line. Yeah. Patrick and I actually got the same score this year. We tied for fourth. Yeah, so I think that sounds for something. You guys want to tell the listeners about how Matt Hughes led you on for a while? <laughs> yeah, so here's the story. When it, when it was done, Matt started doing the calculations and announcing the winners and the first time he did it he announced me as the winner and i got really excited this is all through text message and then a minute later he said wait that's not right well i i demanded a recount <laughs> and, yeah uh, and then the recount you were you, yeah, he was wrong yeah yeah <laughs> and he recounted he recounted four times and they were all wrong to what the, the written, yeah uh, actually i don't know how he was messing it up that bad if don't trust matt with the numbers He's so the bottom we, line here. We got Abby to do it for us. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. She did it painstakingly with an online uh, engine. Generator thing. Yeah. That tabulated them for us. So if it's not wrong, <laughs> we already del- delved out the prizes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at, but Abby's here on the show, and she didn't win either. I didn't win, but I have won. That's right. You did. That's true. The first time. 2014. 2014, Abby won the whole thing, the whole shebang. I'd love I to think win at the someday. time it was only like twenty five dollars. Actually, it wasn't even money. It was yeah. It was we treated you. We <laughs> treated <laughs> you to Chinese food. Hey. Yeah, Chinese dinner. <laughs> got gypped. Yeah, it was, it was like good eight ch- bucks. It was good Chinese food though. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, the 
We, I had fun. We raised the stakes when we realized other people wanted to play. Yeah, yeah. well, technically we all had Chinese dinners, but you're the only Dang. one that got it for free. That's yeah. only like eight bucks that I got. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Uh, I'm Josh. I didn't win either, either and never have I won. And this year I wasn't even close. So uh, this is like the f- the, f- <laughs> the failure lap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's see where it all went wrong. Every year we do an episode prior to the summer movies where we, in bold confidence, say, I'm going to be right, <laughs> here's why I'm right, and we may talk about our list and argue the merits of our list. And then when it's all said and done, we make a uh, revisit episode where we uh, evaluate what actually happened in the summer box office season and where we went wrong. Yeah. Um, so, hey, if you're interested in uh, what movies made money this summer, which actually was a dismal summer at the box office apparently a record low in the american box office so you guys need to go out there and see movies you're complaining about movies not being good because you ain't seen them it's crazy because there were some big ones there were some very big ones but there was only a few that made uh the type of money that summer movies usually do the rest just plummeted down yeah in the the heaps of cash department (laughs) in the heaps of heaps (laughs) of cash less there's less heaps so uh, let's get started with what actually made the most money at the American box office this summer. Uh, number 10 was a film called Girls Trip. <laughs> <laughs> Which not a single person on uh, in this bet actually included on their list. Not one person. Not even as a wild card. Yeah, did, what did anybody say, make? will this movie... <laughs> About some girls going out to party is going to make the top ten. Yeah, and I I had seen the girls' trip trailer, <laughs> and uh, it's not that I thought it looked like a bad movie, but it's <laughs> certainly. <Stop. laughs> what is it? it? The poster is is four women looking up the long oily legs of a of a man. Of yeah, a man. <laughs> of a man. Yeah, there was a. Well, I don't want to get into it. the The trailer was extremely. Graphic and crass. Maybe that <laughs> let was me read the appeal. Let me read the description on IMDb. Yeah, here we go. When four lifelong... How do I, how do I read it like the inner world guy? In inner world. world. <laughs> <laughs> when four lifelong friends That's travel... That's so bad. I'm not, I'm not going to try. It's pretty good. For the, okay. When four lifelong friends travel to New Orleans for the annual Essence Festival... Is that a real thing? I'm sure, yeah. Do you know? Essence, Essence Festival? I'll fact check it while you read the rest. Thing. Sisterhoods are rekindled, wild sides are rediscovered, and there's enough dancing, drinking, brawling, and romancing to make the big easy blush. Wow, wow. yeah, that's it is a lot. A, that's it, a lot. The it Essence it. Music Festival is a real thing, by oh, the it's way. It's a music festival. Yes, it is, and uh, it features Jada Pinkett Smith and Queen Latifah in starring that roles. That could be it. Yeah, good for them. Queen yeah. Latifah brings in the crowds. Yeah. The trailer had a penis joke and a joke about smuggling drugs in an anus. <laughs> it did. Wow. Both of those things. Yeah. So uh, well, what's I've a good comedy without the these days? <laughs> I'm surprised that it made it a, a a whopping 114 million dollars to put it in the uh, number 10, which, in the big scheme of things, 114 million dollars is is not a ton of money for a movie to make per se. Well, maybe we should double-check what the uh, budget on Girls Trip was. It was $19 million production budget. So, yeah, it was, it was successful for that, but it's just crazy that that's in the top ten. That amount of money is in the top ten. Yeah, nutty, actually. Let's get this. Uh, $114 million domestically, but worldwide that thing racked in $133 million, which means that on a budget of $19 million, 
well done cast wow. and crew yeah, also girls means there's a sequel coming yes. ready for that there will be <laughs> girls summer trip and what, do you, what do you think is going to be titled girls be tripping girls vacation Girls vacation. Yeah, because they're not just going to call it Girls Trip 2. They're going to describe girls, the trip. Girls Retreat. Yeah, Girls Retreat. They go to a seminar. <laughs> Women's Trip. They grow up. Uh, so, <laughs> needless to repeat, with none Ladies of us night. bet anything on Girls Trip. No, 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 no. no. But <laughs> we did all bet on Transformers The Last Night, which came in at number nine. Man, that is so low. So yeah. freaking low. Uh, sadly so, because I had Transformers at number three. <laughs> I had it at number four. Where did I have it? You had it at number five. Uh, everyone had it. Tr- Tyler had it at number four. Matt had it at number three. Everyone had it pretty Top high. Five. Well, yeah, Transformers always does really well. Our our side bet for that Quesarito w- years back was about... Transformers not being number one. Right. I was I was ready to make a bet on any movie beating Transformers. Right. And and Patrick took that bet because it was so safe that Transformers would bring in all that and money. It, it just barely lost, but it it did lose. Yeah. Interestingly, I I texted some of the the panelists who couldn't be here tonight and just asked some questions and I asked them what were their favorite summer movies and Matt Hughes said Transformers was his favorite movie. Something tells me this is not true. That's not true. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did anyone go see it? I don't think so. I'm still behind on my Transformers movies, so I just go to Tyler for all of my Transformers. I'll watch it. You know, someday on Hulu or something. Oh, I thought you were gonna make a joke about TBS. We'll save it for later in the episode. Uh, I haven't (laughs) seen. I I haven't honestly. I haven't seen TBS in a long time. Who watches TBS anymore? Uh, who can who can endure commercials? I'm on to subscriptions now, actually, which is apparently the blame for uh, box office totals being low. Pe- people like me who are like, I'll just watch it on Hulu. Eventually. Yeah, see, look what you've done. So the I do watch TBS yeah. if I'm ever like in a hospital or at a hotel. Because <laughs> yeah, you're it. just like, just keep, yeah. keep clicking around until you see friends and you know you hit TBS. Yep. Well... Uh, Transformers didn't do well, but I will say this for our very own Bethany Allen. She has it at number seven, which is just two spots away from where it actually landed. So meaning she got points she, for it. She landed she points. points for that. Yeah. Yeah. How much did it cost to make this? Holy crap. The production budget for Transformers the last night was $217 million. Yeah, that's a lot. Whoa. The domestic total gross was 130 So that's a, that's a failure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about the foreign market, though? What's the worldwide total? Uh, the worldwide is 605. Okay. So the rest of the so world's still into it. <laughs> so See, so China saved and that's why they'll make another. Yeah, They're they, going to make they more. Made it. Um, and then at number eight for the summer was a movie that we did an entire episode on, which was War for the Planet of the Apes. Yep. Yep. Which was all right. What you, oh, we're gonna do no, this whole epi- thing again. The episode was great, but then you know the movie. You <laughs> think <laughs> the episode <laughs> was better than the actual movie? <laughs> a production budget of 150 million. Uh, a domestic total of 145 million. It's not the best worldwide. The thing brought in a 441 million dollars, which is a lot. And critically, uh, it was extremely well received enough so that I'm sure they will continue to try to do crap with the Planet of the Apes franchise. Right. Yeah. It's about what I expected. I put it uh, at number seven. I also had it number seven. It's one of those interesting franchises that everyone seems to know about and have seen. But it doesn't really blow up the box office. No. None of the three in installments in the trilogy. They've done 
well and they've made consistent money, but they aren't like it skyrocketed to the top of the. I think it's like a little too much of a you know like a smart movie in a genre movie that it just can't it can't. Yeah, you know I think I mean? that uh, a lot of people just see this Planet of the Apes and then turn off and don't follow it past <laughs> them. Because somebody the other day, we were talking about War for the Planet of the Apes, and they, they asked, is it a sequel to the Mark Wahlberg one? They're way out of the loop. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the uh, James Franco one, made 176 lifetime gross, 176 million. Dawn did two hundred and eight million, and War did one hundred forty-five. So it's the worst. Oh wow, bummer! And Dawn was so good. People came out to see Dawn, and then like, no, I'm not going to go see War. Yeah, they're like, I've seen enough. That that experience was all I needed. Which is crazy, because say what you will about the movie, but those trailers are like pretty. Yeah, they uh, bring you in. A lot of excitement. They draw you in. I uh, had War at number five. So you thought you thought the public was interested. Yeah, because they thought with enough time for Dawn to have appreciated and have it had made more money than Rise, it stood to reason that it was so well received. I don't really know anyone that just hated or even disliked it. People that saw it usually acknowledge that Dawn? it was a very yeah. good movie. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. I honestly thought it would it would get more attention too because of how good Rise and Dawn were. But I still only put it at seven because, you know, do you think it people was just too care. much fantasy going on during the summer? All the comic book movies and everything, or people like I can only take so much, and I'm going to see Spider-Man instead. Um, I think that this is probably one of the more unique titles, like the unique films of the summer. So I don't, I don't know why. What, what's what's really like it that's competing with it? Yeah, you guys suck. Thanks a lot for not seeing. If you didn't see War for the Planet of the Apes, you suck. It des- it deserves. It being was seen. number seven. Or eight. It was number eight. Uh, I I don't know what else is like it. Maybe the Mummy. I don't <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Why in the world would you bring up the Mummy? Because uh, it was a summer movie. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> it's not like War for the Planet of the Apes was terribly off from m- the general vicinity. Many had it. Maybe some of us had higher hopes for its box office gross. But I there got it one is. off. One off. There it was close. I'm happy. I was, w- I was close. Uh, I will I'll tell you what I was not remotely close on was uh, Cars 3 because I put Cars 3. Uh, wait, no. Get this, guys. I was wrong about myself. I put Cars 3 apparently at 8. I don't remember doing that. And <laughs> it actually came in at number 7. So close was I yeah, on so Cars close. 3. And I haven't seen it, and I'm sure it'll stay that way. Uh, but get this. The world didn't seem to like it. <laughs> no. <Really>? Yeah. No. <laughs> What's funny, I, I didn't expect Cars to do very well. I had it at six, which is, again, not, not bad. It was one off. But that's I didn't think the world was going to see it because no one cares about the other ones. Not even kids care. My, I've got a two-year-old son who loves the heck out of Lightning McQueen actual cars, like the toys. Yeah, but which is so why they make those movies. So bored during the movie. <laughs> I don't understand how he how he even cares about Lightning McQueen when you take him to see Cars Three and he doesn't even pay attention. Oh, you mm-hmm. actually took him to see Cars Three. Uh, I, my wife took him. Oh, okay. But I was about yeah. to say you could tell us how it was. And we no, usually do a podcast on the Pixar movie of the year, and we just didn't even think about this one. Yeah, <laughs> just no, can't nobody going to see. It's that just thing. a lot of 
Owen Wilson, I bet. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ka-chow. That's his Ka-chow, thing. Ka-chow. I couldn't remember his thing. Uh, I'm sure. I think Matt saw it with his kids. So Yeah, can. you'll have to ask I Sarah. Think I think one. that was his favorite movie. Matt, so leave a comment on this episode and tell us why you liked Cars 3 and it was your favorite movie of the year. Mm. We, we await your praise. So that's about what I expected, though. That's car, the Cars movies aren't that exciting. The first one made $244 million. And everyone's like, oh, okay. Cars 2 <laughs> made 191, so I was like, oh, that's not quite as many. And now Cars <laughs> 3 is at 152, which is it's just less and less. Do you think they're going to keep making them or they're going to call it good? I uh, wonder if they just keep making them so that they can generate new merchandise so that they continue to sell merchandise. Theme, theme park attractions. Yeah, it's got to be worth the cost because they, they had to know it wasn't going to do as well. I think John Lasseter just really loves cars. Someone out didn't there. he direct the first one or direct the second one? Who, who passion projects? Good for him. Who freaking <laughs> cares? Somebody saw those old Chevron commercials and said we can do that yeah. for an hour and a half. It's right. True. Exactly it. Well, uh, way to go, Cars Three. I guess. Uh, I get yeah, number seven. You made it into the top ten. That's nothing to sneeze <laughs> at. You you exist. Well, but it's you, Pixar. There's Pixar loyalists, so they they bumped it into the top ten. But then there's like. People who love movies who are like, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, sorry, I can't. So it's that I don't have any more in me. It's that tension of of just really putting people's loyalty to the to the test. And I hope you guys appreciate the work we do on You Hate Movies because I watched Cars and Cars Two for the sole purpose of being able to do that podcast on the Pixar movies that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, so go back and listen to that episode where we ranked the Pixar yeah. movies. Uh, Bethany and I and sat through those two movies. Bethany hated it. Yeah, <laughs> she did nothing but <laughs> writhe around on the couch and moan and whine and said, uh, "No, no, that baby is not talking." No. <laughs> uh, so that was great. Thanks. But Disney, hey, not so bad because you also got the next movie on the list, number six, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. Pirates again? Huh? They're More still pirates. making this crap. Uh, you know, I thought this was number five. The Pirates? Is six. it not? Six? Pirates came in at number six. With I mean, which, which movie of this is... It oh, it's the fifth one, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was like seven or something. <laughs> it feels like it. Yeah. It's been a lot of them, man. Do you want to hear how the uh, totals have shaken out? Yeah, I bet number three is the the big one, right? Uh, Good question. Let's see. No, you would be wrong. No. The Curse of the, the Black first. Pearl is the first one, yes? 305 yeah. million? Yeah. Then Dead Man's Chest made four hundred and twenty three million. Then Big at money. World's End made three hundred and nine million. No. So it's back down to the original then on Stranger Tides, which was the uh much later sequel, yeah. two hundred and forty million. And then this new one is hundred and seventy two million. Dang, how did that last one make so much? On well, Stranger Tides? Yeah. That's because they brought it back. It's like the the first three movies. Are, are arguably a strong trilogy that people loved. Yeah. And it's just like any n- reboot, they all went out to see it and were like, yeah, I guess we were good with just the three. <laughs> so that might be it for this one, though, huh? Yeah. Are we done with Pirates? It still made a lot more money than I expected, and its worldwide total is enormous. Uh, the production budget was $230 million, and the U.S. domestic was only 172 so it didn't make its money back in the U.S., but worldwide, it made almost $800 million. Good okay. grief. Yeah, that'll be more. Yeah. That'll be more of those. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I, I thought that it would gonna come in around number 10. Uh, so it did way better than I predicted it would. People love 
Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow. They can't get enough of him. Apparently. Everybody's willing to give it to him. I'm not surprised it's in the top 10, but I didn't think it it would get as high as it did. Yeah, I thought it would be number 10, guys. That's what I said. I had it at 8. Close. I had it at, what is it, at 6? Abby had it at number 8 as well. She must have been copying your list for that number. I had it at 5. I was close. Okay, well, once again, so far, no one's that's here is accurate on anything. Yeah, and all of these numbers in the 100 millions... They're not that high. That's like that's pretty low for a summer movie. Yeah, exactly. So it was a bad it was a bad year for it's a bad year. movies. Netflix is ruining ruining it for us. Speaking of bad yeah, movies, or it's so. great because the theaters are empty and we got less knuckleheads. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I was watching a you know a compete. I won't mention their names because it's a competing movie podcast. But I was watching the video podcast where these guys were talking about how they saw uh, the it. Uh, movie in a packed theater and they were commenting on how that was noteworthy they're like I can't remember the last time I was in a theater that was packed oh, yeah. usually I'm just sitting around looking at five other guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah Poor and I theater. said that sounds great then which theater do you yeah. go to <laughs> what time of day uh, but anyway speaking of bad movies this was the segue I was trying to build back there uh-oh, uh-oh. at number five was uh, Dunkirk Christopher <laughs> Nolan's Epic snooze fest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we going to do an episode about that? We want. We wanted to, and still should, because Bethany has so much to say. Bethany has a lot to say about Dunkirk. and we need to get Matt Hughes on on it. He's our resident Englishman. So he hasn't seen it. Yeah, I'll go ahead and blame it on him because we uh, we tried to do it a couple of times, but Matt hadn't seen it. And it was a whole thing. Yeah, He's it's British. Matt's fault. We need him. It's Matt. Yeah, so do you want to try to do Dunkirk? No one's going to care about it if we don't do it. Or should we just keep talking about whether or not we will? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's going to become the long-awaited. If we reach this number of listeners, we'll we'll just leave our listeners in suspense. But number five is way higher than I expected. Yeah. Yeah, that surprises me, too. Christopher Nolan usually has a pretty successful box office number, but this one was a, a weird one for him. It just kept making money. Yeah. I think that what what was surprising to me is that uh, it got great word of mouth buzz. People, it really did. People kept hyping it. That's I think that's the thing that, that Bethany wants to rail on the most because uh, we walked out of the theater, Patrick and Bethany and I went and saw it and, and all kind of uniformly did not care for it. But then when we stepped back into the world, the rest of the world was like doting and fawning Perfect and movie. fanning themselves. Yeah, Amazing. Like, I've never been to a movie experience like this in Inspiring. my given life. And I was so like, what? hold on now. Wait, maybe I saw the wrong thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Put it back on. Let me see the first few minutes and make sure it was the same movie. <laughs> I bet yeah. I would feel that way. You want to? Are you ready to like it? Yeah, I was I ready to like, like it. it. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to it? like it. I haven't seen it, but I, think <laughs> I, I think I would feel that way. <laughs> I love, I love these preconceived <laughs> opinions. Yeah. You know what? I bet a lot of the people that said the stuff uh, that we're talking about, maybe they went in like you, and then they, not that you would do this, because uh, I know that you wouldn't. <laughs> you don't have any reason to say you did or didn't like a movie because you're a casual moviegoer, you know? Yep, she's very casual. She's uh, an Adam Sandler lover. She's <laughs> an Adam, Adam Sandler lover. <laughs> uh, I think a lot of people, if everyone around them, uh, people that particularly they think are cool or that they like are saying, oh my God, it was incredible. <laughs> then they're like, well, I don't want to be the guy who says it wasn't incredible because <laughs> this other cool guy said that it was incredible. Uh-huh. I'm sure people really like it, but I wonder if some of that's going it's on. It's got to be because I, I just don't get it. I uh, <laughs> I, I disagree with you guys 
on, on Dunkirk on a few things, but yeah, I also am not about to go out and say perfect movie. I, I'm I'm in the middle of the road here. Three stars. That's pretty good. Three stars. Three stars is a little too high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys had what one star? Yeah, I gave it one. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty bad. I was being generous. It barely qualified as watchable. But you <laughs> know what? I did uh, put it at number seven, so I got points. I only had it two off. I had it as a wild card, so I got a point. I had it down at number nine. Well, see, I had more faith, and I had more disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. I didn't think people cared enough about history to go out and see <laughs> it. But apparently, it wow. when his, when What's history What's the second biggest movie ever? It's Titanic. Titanic? Yeah, that's yeah, history. but that's yeah. like Leo yeah, people don't know getting that, though. sweaty in an old car. Apparently, you know, like uh, the millennial generation or the younger millennials don't realize that, t- that the Titanic was a real boat. <laughs> there's a whole, there's a whole thing about it on the internet. Stop. <laughs> All right. Well, Dunkirk, number five. Dunkirk. Good for you, Christopher Nolan. Strangely enough, English you know, history. people like uh, Christopher Nolan a ton. They got real divided over Interstellar, you know, and I'm one of them. I made, we did a podcast on it where I fussed about it a lot. Uh, I liked Interstellar more than Dunkirk, and people like Dunkirk. I thought, like, Interstellar seems like a more uh, fan-pleasing movie than Dunkirk does, but I was wrong. And there well, it is at least he'll get five. to keep making movies, and maybe we'll get more good ones. Yeah, I'll go see him. I'll keep seeing him. That's this the only one of his I didn't like? Mm. No one well, you go, go as far as to say you did not like it, huh? I did not like it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. hey, we have a whole episode on Christopher Nolan. Maybe. Oh, well, on Nolan. Yeah, but yeah, on yeah. Dunkirk, we'll see, I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah, at the end of the Dunkirk episode, we'll revise our Christopher Nolan <laughs> list. Yeah, <laughs> I know we're going to add it to the bottom. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, great. What's uh, at number four? Uh, Despicable Me Part 3. Despicable Me 3. Those things make money. They and do. And this one made money. This cash. is where... This is the point where it starts jumping up a little more significantly. Dunkirk made 105 million, 105, 185 million, and Despicable Me jumps up to 261. So that's like a it's a big it's a big jump. Yeah, well, and that's a lot more money. So and how many how many points do you get if you get it on the exact right spot? A lot. Seven. Seven, Seven points. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Despicable Me, the original, made 250. One million dollars, and the sequel made three hundred sixty-eight million. So it was, it was st- on the steady rise, which yep. led me to believe that the third would be equally successful, especially given the success of Minions, which, if you don't know, was a very successful movie. So I put Despicable Me three at number four, I which had is it exactly where, where it freaking yeah, was. You got it, nailed I it, got it, guys. I had it at number three. I had it at number three. I hey, honestly, I honestly thought that Despicable Me uh, could have taken number one because it's made so much money in the past. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could have been like the Finding Dory thing. Where yeah, the Abby kids brought it home. also had it at uh, number four. She and I got we seven got points. It. We did it, babe. We yep. made it. Looks like we made it. And you know, uh, I don't know how I did, but really late in the game, I ended up seeing a trailer. Despicable Me. I think I was looking for something to take uh, my kid to potentially, and I thought that doesn't look like the worst kids movie. No, either. it's Steve Carell, Kristen Wiig. It's funny. Yeah, and it had the funny. South Park guy, right? Yeah, he was yeah, like an '80s villain. They're yeah. better than the Minions movie. I. It has to be because <laughs> let me tell you, I turned that thing on and I was like, "What happened?" No, these weird. jokers were high or these, something. These That's minions have become this mysterious <laughs> worldwide phenomenon. People love the heck out of them, and. They're all over the place. And Matt Hughes says, no, nah, Despicable Me 3, that's not going to make money. So he put it at number 10. 
<laughs> that's why number he never 10. wins. Yeah, and that's wins. why he didn't win. Who puts Despicable Me 3 at number 10 <laughs> when all the movies before it made over 300 million? He said, he probably was like, no, this summer is the one that's going to go, right? <laughs> it can't make it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, ah, no, nobody's going to see it. Yeah. You bet wrong. You bet wrong, Matt. This is way off, Matt. But make sure you like leave a comment idiot. on this episode, Matt, and let us know why you thought Cars 3 was your yeah, favorite. Don't say episode. anything <laughs> except something about Cars 3. Nothing else. And why it was How your much favorite? does it cost to make an animated movie? You're probably paying Steve Carell and Kristen Wiig a ton of cash. Yeah, and now that they draw everything so realistically with, you know, the animators' wrists have got to just be hurting. I know. <laughs> it's so seamless, too. It's crazy. <laughs> All right. Let's see. It, uh, it made 261 in the U.S., and the production budget was only eighty million. Oh, oh wow! That's good cheap. profit. Good profit. I bet. I bet most of that money went to voice actors. Yeah, you got to cast. Hey, listen, out. listen, listen! Holy crap! <laughs> the worldwide total for Despicable Me three. You ready for this one? Heaps. <laughs> one billion. Oh my oh, gosh! Heaps. Uh, for eighty million wow, dollars, that's like Marvel. <laughs> Crossing money. Avatar money for Despicable Me. One <laughs> billion. Way to go. Hey, that means Despicable Me 4 is around. The yeah, corner. it is coming, man. They'll yeah. probably start doing like the the sidebar stories in between. the, the Minions the, 2. Yeah, a Minion yeah. story <laughs> 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 will happen in between Despicable Me 3 and 4. Yeah, Gru, Young Gru will get his own movie. Now, at number three for the whole summer is uh, one movie that if you did listen to our episode where we were placing the bets, as it were, we argued just profusely. And we continued to argue for the first couple of months of the summer. Number three for the whole summer was Spider-Man Homecoming, which some of our hosts, Patrick was one of them. Yep. Tyler was one of them. Yep. Uh, uh, did Matt, was Matt in there? Did he? Nope. Guardians. Okay, yeah. So... These guys swore that Spider-Man Homecoming would be number one of the summer. And yeah. more specifically, they just were confident it would beat Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. I, I uh, looked at our history of never guessing number one correctly. And so <laughs> yeah. I said, I can't, I can't choose the obvious one. I need, I need to throw in a different one. So I'm going to go with Spider-Man. That'll be, the, that'll be the, the wild card to get up to number one. So your you problem go is different enough, you went man. with the next most obvious. Yes. <laughs> 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 Rather than yeah. the surprise movie that well, always takes the number one yeah. spot. I figured, I figured Spider-Man uh, had a lot of fans out there, and there'd be a lot of people coming out to see Marvel doing Spider-Man. Well, they did. You it were made right. A lot they of did. Money. It made a lot of money. It made some heaps. <laughs> made whole heaps of cash. It made heaps of cash. Three hundred and thirty million dollars. It was a good movie too. We had a good time. The uh, the U.S. production budget, the U.S. production budget, the production budget was one hundred and seventy five million, and in the U.S. it made three hundred and thirty. Worldwide, it made eight hundred and sixty two million. See, Way to go, those heaps. I bet we'll yeah. get a sequel. <laughs> Who would have thought, man? It's like with this oddball, little known character. In this studio that's not have the best track record for adapting them, you know, this is sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> it was a recipe for success. Yeah. And it succeeded. And it succeeded. I thought but it would it be number two. It didn't have what it took to climb to the top. Yeah. No, yeah. I, man, I was thinking, wow, he really is restraining himself. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't do any Spider-Man puns. But now is it number there three? Number three. Because what beat it and what I knew would beat it was Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
yeah that was the surprise winner uh the summer that guardians came out it beat transformers <laughs> it did yeah <laughs> and go. we thought oh yeah i'll probably do that again and uh it didn't it got the to thing number is, two when the guardians came out it just kept making money and i kept getting more concerned that what spider-man wasn't gonna beat it it didn't so my yeah. concern was valid well yeah. they were both in the 300 million realm uh but guardians came out with 389 million over spider-man's 330 million so but didn't uh the last guardians make this made more let me see yeah it made more it's like the Iron Man 3 phenomenon, which is the most successful of the Iron Man movies financially, but that no That's one weird. no one thinks of as their favorite Iron Man no. movie, and yet it happened to be like, oh, cool, another one, and we all just said that at the same time and paid for it. Yeah. You know? The first, Iron Man, the first Iron Man is the best Iron Man. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 1 made $333 million. So this, yeah, it made $50 million more. Where'd it go? And it was a solid flick. We did good. a whole thing on it. It was good, yeah. We did a whole, <laughs> whole thing on it. But <laughs> it also had the edge because it was the first movie released of the summer. That's yeah. true. It had the longest time to accrue yeah. profit. And it did. It accrued. It accrued right up there. Heaps of accruement. Yeah. <laughs> accruement? Listen, I want to take you guys back to the first year we played this game before we round out the list here. 2014, uh, the summer of movies. We said, let's let's you know, let's bet on these things. Let's see what happens. And we all put together lists. Uh, most of the lists, you know, they banked on Transformers, which Patrick did. You guys know the story. Or they ba- banked on X Men: Days of Future Past. I went with How to Train Your Dragon two because I thought maybe an animated movie. Kids are out of school. We'd never played before, you know. Not that it's helped us playing it for years now. Was there not a Marvel movie? There was, but it was Guardians of the Galaxy, and at the time, oh. Guardians of the Galaxy seemed like a, a really poor bet. Like it was just a weird trailer with a crazy song. Over yeah, it. yeah, it was super strange, and, and it seemed like word on the street was, what is that? You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who are all these people? Different <laughs> colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who, are these blue, who are these blue people? And there's that a raccoon, green. and, and they there's all a tree. Went to find out. They all yeah. went to find out. <laughs> but then people saw it, so it was the surprise victor of the summer, and none of us got it right. Uh, the following year, 2015, was the year that Avengers Age of Ultron was released. Now, a- Avengers, the original at the time, had become one of the highest grossing films of all time, second yeah. only to Avatar. It was a lot. The Avengers? Yeah. yeah. Is so it The Avengers? No, that's a different one with... It's Marvel's, Marvel's The Avengers. Marvel's Avengers, yeah. <laughs> so how in the world could the sequel to this film, at the if not be the biggest movie ever... How can it not be the biggest movie of the summer? Sure. Obviously. Seems clear. It wasn't. Nope. Uh, Jurassic World shockingly just destroyed box office records and did victory laps all summer. Yeah. But Bethany, you know, was, excuse me, I knew that baby would be number one. Yeah, right. Bethany said, oh, everyone picked Avengers. I'll just pick the other thing. But they all <laughs> had a number two. Right, right. And, uh, and one. So then the following summer, 2016, you know, uh, once again, everyone's thinking let's go with the obvious choice which was the strong marvel essentially avengers 3 at this point uh captain america civil war all of us but no finding dory was (laughs) the most successful movie of the summer uh no one could have guessed that Um, yeah a sequel that came what 10 12 years later yeah off a trailer that looked pretty poor the movie itself wasn't good 
Or at least wasn't great, that's for sure. No, it wasn't. Uh, but there there you have it. So 2017, everyone's thinking, well, let me think. There's two obvious choices here. Spider-Man and Guardians. Right. And at least Disney. If Disney. not if not Despicable Me. Yeah, exactly. But somehow we couldn't convince ourselves. It's like when you play Paper, Rock, Scissors <laughs> and you tie like four times in a row and you start to think, yeah, but they're going to be the ones who change, so I'll keep going. So I decided to stay the course, and I went with the predictable choice, which for me was Guardians. And Guardians was number two. Same as all, the same thing that happens every right. freaking year. <laughs> yeah. And then Tyler, he thought he's going to shake things up, but the mistake he made was picking the second most obvious choice. Right. Who could have possibly known that Wonder Woman would become the number one highest grossing movie of the <laughs> summer? Nobody saw that coming. And it, it really stomped stuff into the ground. It won. Yeah, they just time. can't it, make money. It made by far the most money. It made four hundred and eleven million for the summer. Dang, that is a lot of money. <laughs> that's Dang. that's more money than other number ones in the summer's past have made. Yeah, so it was a successful film. Yep. to say the least. We yeah. already said everything we thought about it, but I haven't seen it yet. Really, still? Yeah, <laughs> <so much. laughs> you really haven't? No, I was out of town. I couldn't see it. <laughs> the number one movie of the summer. Sarah, Sarah. Now it's out on Blu-ray. Check it out. You oh, were out of town for how many weeks? I was out of town for you, two you weeks. You just got home. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I was out of town for two weeks. And my wife had already gone to see it, and you had all gone to see it. So what am I going to do? Go see Wonder Woman alone? Yeah. Yeah, you do it uh, all the time. I go to movies alone or one. Yeah, you you would if uh, let me yeah, tell you I if it was still out now, you'd be seeing it before January, so you could make that top ten list. Yeah, I'll I'll probably try and watch it soon. Yeah, sure. I doubt it'll be in your top ten, but you better go check I it out. It yeah, mm, okay. <laughs> I had it at number six. I had it at number ten. <laughs> <laughs> so not a lot of people had much faith in it. I I honestly, when I was considering Wonder Woman, thought, well. People loved well. People loved giving their money to see the other DC movies. There you go. There's the correct way. <laughs> they to put didn't that love thing. the movies, but the other DC movies still made a lot of movie. A lot of <laughs> DC other, the other DC movies <laughs> still made a lot of money. And the best part of that Batman v Superman thing was Wonder Woman's musical theme. A lot of people so. seem to agree that they liked her in the movie. Yeah, she was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I honestly, <laughs> and she was she was the very first uh, female lead solo superhero film. Well, you're forgetting Catwoman. You're <laughs> yeah, the you're forgetting Electra. Quality <laughs> thing. They tried to do what like Ghostbusters did a couple last year, except it was like a good movie, so people could. Oh, you mean by actually marketing the fact that yeah, they're putting... Yeah, marketing girl power in a good way, and then it's a good movie, so people could get behind it. When Ghostbusters right. yeah. suck, no one could get behind so it. So I figured people were going to come out to support it because it's kind of like a... a they're, they're groundbreaking. And I put it at number five, thinking, oh, yeah, that that's probably... <laughs> It'll make a lot of money, but, you know, people probably won't care enough, but... I was so wrong. Abby had it down at number seven. She had the least faith. No, Patrick had a ten. Oh, right. Sorry, Patrick had a ten. But Abby liked it the most. (laughs) Oh, I actually did like it the most. Yeah. So, I mean. Matt Hughes had it at number four. Way to go, Wonder Woman. If if anything, uh, this should come as a conflict of interest to fans of DC, but detractors of the, what did they call theirs? The DCEU? Yep. Theirs is the 
DC Extended Universe, and Marvel's is the Mar- MCU, Marvel Cinematic, Cinematic Universe. Universe. So fans of DC, but uh, detractors of the DCEU are in a bit of a pickle now because they've hated all the movies, which we famously have liked a lot of the yeah. against all odds. I like Man of Steel. I liked Batman v Superman. Uh, I liked Wonder Woman. But all these people that hated Man of Steel so much, hated Batman versus Superman so much, but then liked Wonder Woman, all you're doing is securing the fact that this universe is going to continue to exist. Because now what are we going to do? It's too late to dismantle it. They're they're definitely going to make a sequel to Wonder Woman. Yeah, well, she's about to have another movie this year. Right, she's coming out in Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. You think that, you know, Justice League has historically had some trouble in reshoots and rewriting and stuff like yes. that tragically you can't even they can't even pin down ben affleck we don't even know if he's gonna know. show up he as a do you think they are gonna go and amp up wonder woman's part in this now because well there were rumors that they they it had reshoots uh, most movies have reshoots but there were rumors that some of the reshoots were to take out the suicide squad put in Wonder put woman. more wonder woman in the movie yeah <laughs> uh and suicide squad against all odds is going forward with the sequel so weird here comes more DCEU. Sure. DC is just a, it's a mess. But, but hey, good for Wonder Woman. Yeah. Maybe they will. I don't know. It's hard to say. It's like they learn lessons from Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman wasn't all that unique a movie. It just wasn't like the other DC movies. So yeah. here's to seeing more of her because she was great. She was great in the role. Yeah, I'll have to go. I'll have to go see it then, I guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah, she ruined my list. still playing in a theater somewhere. Thanks a lot, Gal. <laughs> Gal Gadot. Yeah. So uh, what movies are you surprised to not see in your top 10? Well, everyone From your top 10 to not see in the top 10. Everyone seemed to think that Alien Covenant would make it somewhere. I had a wild vicinity. card. And it made it. It was number 15. Yeah. That's low. Uh, I had it at nine. A lot of people had thoughts about um, like things like The Mummy or... The Emoji Movie, or <laughs> the Emoji Movie, it could be one of the most universally reviled films ever. Yeah, the yeah. everybody hated score. it. I wanted to see it. I, everyone did, you know, wild cards for things like Baywatch, which are like wouldn't surprise no, no, you no, either no, no, way. No. I put Baywatch in number number eight. <laughs> 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 yeah. I had I had Baywatch at ten. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick had Baywatch higher than Wonder Woman. <laughs> I did. What's well, because he bet he bet big on Central Intelligence one year. Yeah, always the, bet on the Rock for whatever the reason. The Rock and Kevin Hart, and that right. made a lot of yeah. money. Well, it came in at number eighteen this year. Well, so sorry apparently the Rock and Zac Efron couldn't do it. They well, me and Mike went and watched Baywatch, and it was bad. So I, I see why no one went and saw the it. The big flop of the summer was uh, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, which Matt had as a wild card. Yeah, my goodness, listen to this. The production budget was a hundred and seventy-seven. Million, which doesn't sound surprising, even if you've just seen the trailer. It looks like a huge yeah. production. They, uh, it made forty million. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's uh, a bust. And the worldwide total is not much better. Two hundred million worldwide. Uh, when you account for like marketing and everything else, the movie barely, I bet, probably broke even if that. If that, yeah. Yeah. So sorry, sorry, Valerian. Damn. What were you guys' biggest disappointments? Uh, of just going out to the movies. If this was summer that was such a stinker at the box office, did you feel like you actually saw good movies or was it a drag? Uh, I didn't see Baby Driver. People seen, a lot of people are saying that's their favorite movie of the summer. It's number 11. Uh, hmm. So I'd like to see that. But I, 
a lot of movies that I thought would be really good. I really thought Dunkirk might be good, and I thought uh, Alien was going to be good. Yep, those were huge disappointments. Yeah, both of Baywatch those. wasn't good. It's just there wasn't to Alien. me. Alien uh, wasn't good. No. Alien no. wasn't good. No, there wasn't a like a movie that just like blew me away this summer. Honestly. Yeah. Usually there's one I was just like I can't believe that was that good. Maybe you I need just to see one Baby one. Driver. I need to see Baby Driver. Yeah, I have a friend that uh, listens to the podcast and. He has texted me on numerous occasions to say that he wants us to do an episode on Baby Driver and he wants to be angry with whomever doesn't <laughs> love it. <laughs> it was actually Matt's favorite movie of the summer. Yeah, Matt, Matt's Driver. the only one who saw it and he liked it. So he gave it five stars. He five gave it the star stars? stars? Not just kicks? No, he gave it five moons. Five, five moons. moons, okay. Yeah. Still pretty, that's, that's high praise. The only movie that I saw this summer that was in the vicinity of how good I expected it to be and I was thus very satisfied was Planet of the Apes. Uh, I went in ready to love it and I did love it. The other movies, um, I thought Spider-Man would be a good time and it was. I thought Guardians would be a good time and it was, but neither of those were like, my yeah. God, these were fantastic, no. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, no. I asked a lot of people what they thought of the summer in general and there was a bunch of shrug emojis. Yeah, it was, it, it was, <laughs> It's like, yeah, those are good. Sure, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll watch him again. I had a good time, yeah. and then you forget a lot about him. Not a lot of enthusiasm, but I didn't see Atomic Blonde or Snatched with Coleon. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I wanted to see Atomic Blonde. I didn't see that either. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'll How about The Big Sick? That was really good. Yeah, Abby was into that. Our, that ca- our resident casual moviegoer liked The Big Sick. The Big Sick made forty-two one. million. It had a high tomato count, right? Rotten tomato count? Yeah. It was Very really high. It was like 98 or something. But the, the uh, now listen to this. This is actually really embarrassing. Uh, you know that that um, comedy starring uh, Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler, The House, where they... I do a, know, yeah. Uh, I no, don't. She doesn't know. Abby doesn't know. The the comedy with, with them the starting a, an illegal... Casino the inside their there house. There it is. Yeah, the yeah. house, yeah. Casino is the word I was thinking. The house. It only made it only made twenty five million, which is really bad. So nobody cared. But listen, here's what's embarrassing. This is really, this is really, uh, you know, insult to injury here. Nut job two made more money. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Tab feels vindicated. Yeah, Tab put nut job in his top. He put it like number five or something. Man, I can't believe the emoji movie was so high. Yeah, well, people love emojis. Made yeah. eighty-four million, but they hated the movie. Yeah, this movie, but the house that Tyler's going on about, it had a production budget of forty million, and worldwide it made thirty-four. Oof. So that's Ooh. a Ouch. that's a flop, y'all. I'm I'm concerned because Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler are really funny people, but if no one if we're not going to go out and support them, they're not going to get the chance to be funny anymore. Yeah, they need to do something good though, I guess, because. Well, did you guys read about uh, The Book of Henry, which was this movie that Colin Trevorrow, who directed uh, Jurassic World and who was famously directing Star Wars Episode Nine before he left the project a few weeks ago. He made this movie, uh, The Book of Henry, which is this directorial follow-up to Jurassic World. Naomi Watts is in it. Um, people didn't like it. Spoiler alert. It's very negatively received. And it made $4 million. That's a big contrast to the one he did just before that. You hear that? Four million dollars. Four million dollars. That's that's not money, y'all. <laughs> For that's really bad. Yeah. And that was another one of these summer movies. So, 
It just feels like, uh, I don't know, The usually the summer movie season, you know that you're at least guaranteed two or three solid, like, this is going to be awesome. They feel like they happen in rapid succession. Uh, but it was a little blase, a little blase. I mean, yeah. I'm, when I was thinking about my take on the summer movies, I was more interested than ever to hear our episode on uh, the best movies of the year when we get around to January. Yeah, 2000, best of 2017 will be more, yeah. more fun. Because I started to think about like, oh, well, they, but there, were, there have been good movies this year. The better yeah. movies didn't come out in the summer. It it seems that way. Yeah, there's yeah. there's the fall movies I've seen so far have been great. Yeah, better than the summer movies. Yeah, Fate of the Furious that was in the spring. You know. Yeah, so that's going to top your list of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I wa- I watched that and it was bad. What the heck? <laughs> How did it get to TBS that quick? <laughs> it was airplane, airplane. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> yeah. well, the irony of watching a car movie on a on an airplane. Does that mean you've seen all of them now? Uh, I I haven't seen. The fourth one. What is that one? Fast and Furious. I haven't seen that. Wait a minute. So you've how many? I've are there? seen. I've seen. <laughs> there are nine. I've seen the Fast and the Furious. I've seen Too Fast, Too Furious. But I've only seen Too Fast like in pieces, like on TV. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> this is so old. What a mess! I saw Tokyo Drift on on something for free. Sure. Probably an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the fourth one because I was like, nah, nah. And then I saw Fast Five because of The Rock. And that's when it started getting nuts. And then I saw six. Six. That was also The Rock. Then I saw seven. And it's like, eh. <laughs> and then I saw Fate. F8. This is like someone describing a nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. But I still which got one's that the one with the baby? <laughs> <laughs> I still got that gap in there for Fast and Furious. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back to us when you get all that. Yeah, we'll nah, save that. Know, That's how you can conclude the, your Medea marathon when we do the episode. <laughs> if you watch all the Medea episodes. I tried watching Medea Christmas and I couldn't do it. Uh, there's a new Halloween one coming out. Boo too. I know that's when. Oh my gosh, that's that's next month. That's when we'll do your Medea yeah, episode. We'll do a Boo Halloween special. Boo too. Yeah, got be better than Dunkirk. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Hey, it's Mike. How's it going? <laughs> anyway, leave us a comment. Tell us what you thought. Cool. Bye. <laughs>